0: Proverbs 24, verse 16. For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. Just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. Everybody say riseth up. Rise up. He riseth up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. The difference between the righteous man and Uh, the just man, I should say, and the wicked man, is that the just man riseth up again. So I've come tonight to preach on this subject, get up, exclamation point. Amen. Time to get up. Hallelujah. It's time to get up, somebody. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's lay down our Bibles and ask the Lord to help us. Thank you, Jesus. away hallelujah Jesus hallelujah Jesus that's it go ahead and magnify the Lord tonight certainly the presence of the Lord is in this place oh we thank you Jesus hallelujah 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 you can be seated and if you promise not to sit down on me amen 100% 100% participation. Amen. amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. For his faithful saints. I, I probably pulled that one one too many times and it's just not hitting like it used to. Amen. Amen. I got to come up with something new, Brother Josh. Amen. Somebody give me an idea. Amen. Amen. I remember those days when I was in high school and then rolling over in my bed back and forth, squeezing every moment out of that precious slumber that I could get. Until my dad comes banging on the door and says, Jared, it's time to get up. Time to get up. And uh, first time usually didn't do it. Amen. So I had to have another alarm. This is not justification, Brother Kaiser. <laughs> I, am, I am where I am today because of my father. <laughs> Amen. Hey, I'm also grateful for good godly parents, too. Amen. i so privileged, amen, to be serving God today. And it's really because my parents, amen, led me in the ways of truth. There are those days that I struggled, amen, as every young person probably does, amen, at least this one did and um, still do, amen, but I'm grateful for God's grace and mercy on me. Amen, so thank, thank you, Dad, for those days that you told me to get up, even though I didn't want to. Amen, because it got me a message, and I'm going to preach it to you tonight. <laughs> Amen. Amen, there's something special about the word arise in the scripture. Amen, many times after uh, you would read that word, something awesome happens, something cool, something miraculous even and I think, Brother Goff, the reason for that is because in that moment that they arose, that individual arose, amen, they make up their mind. And, and was I was saying just a moment ago, it became more than just an acknowledgment of faith or a belief or, uh, as many would say today, a confession of faith, but it became action. They did something about what they said they believed in. Jesus said to get up, and so they got up. Amen. Peter said to get up, so they got up. Uh, amen. The man of God told them to get up, and so they got up in response to the word of God. And thereafter, once they did obey, once they responded, amen, with action, once they got up, amen, they got their answer. Amen. Matthew chapter 2 verses 13 describes the first time that Jesus arose and when they were departed verse 12 13 of Chapter 2 in Matthew, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Verse 14, When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. You can read on verse 20, 21. We're not going to for the sake of time. Amen. But the Bible tells them to get back up and go back to Israel. And uh, just because Jesus and his family, just because Joseph and his family arose, amen, they received salvation. They were saved from the men that Herod sent to destroy Jesus. Amen. So salvation was the result of someone arising, from somebody getting up. Matthew chapter 8, verse 23, and when he entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. Disciples following Jesus. This is talking about Jesus. Verse 24, and behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, a great storm in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, and he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We perish. Jesus, I need salvation. Jesus, I want to be saved. We're going to die. Verse 26, he saith unto them, Where, why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose. Amen. Again, Jesus got up, and immediately he rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Amen. When Jesus arose, when Jesus gets up, amen, things begin to happen, my friend. Hallelujah, I feel Jesus, amen, moving in this service tonight. And I want to tell you that you ought to latch on to the fact that Jesus is up and He's moving into this service, amen. And you can get whatever you need before you leave this house tonight. Amen, you don't believe me, let me give you another scriptural example. Amen, Matthew chapter 9, verse 18. While He spake these things unto them, Jesus talking here, Behold, there came a certain ruler and worshiped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead. My baby is dead. She's gone. Amen. But come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. Notice what happens in the first couple of words in verse 19. Amen. The Bible says, And Jesus rose amen the next few moments amen that spirit of death amen that that situation of death had to flee because Jesus got up amen friend i want you to know amen that Jesus is up tonight hallelujah Jesus is up Jesus is moving amen Jesus is in this place tonight Hallelujah, hallelujah. And when Jesus arose, he followed him, and so did his disciples. Verse 23, and when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrels and the people making noise, he said unto them, Give place. Amen. Another translation says, Go away. You guys, get out of here. These people, these were not minstrels like you read in the Old Testament where... Aaron's sister goes out before with the tambourine starts dancing in a joyful manner. But these were paid mourners. Their job, their payment came as to whether or not they were a good crier or a mourner. Crier is not a word, so I apologize for the bad English there. But these minstrels were paid for how good they can cry. I know some young ladies that could get paid pretty good. Joke, haha, ha. lol, raffle copter. Amen. These these folks were paid, amen, because they were uh, they were good mourners, and so Jesus said, "I want these people out of here. Go away. I want you to go away. I want you to get out of the house. I, I'm not interested in anybody that is uh, that's sad, that's crying." Amen. Even if they're legitimate or not, uh, they're going to put the wrong mood in the air. They're not going to, uh, amen, create the atmosphere that I'm trying to accomplish in this place because something is about to happen. I'm getting ready to change this girl's life. Amen. I'm getting ready to make her, amen, change her whole situation. I'm getting ready to k- take care of this, Jarius. Hallelujah. Amen. Give place. Go away for the maid is not dead. Amen. Your services are no longer needed. Go home. She's sleeping. So they stopped working and they started laughing. The Bible says they laughed him to scorn. Verse 25, but when the people were put forth, he went in. When people were put away, people were let, gotten out of the house, Jesus decided, okay, now I'll get up and I'll get in there. Took her by the hand. And the next thing that happened was the maid arose. Said, get up. Time for you to get up. No longer sleeping anymore. Hallelujah. Amen. We're familiar perhaps with other scriptures in the New Testament. Amen. Where Jesus intervened. When Jesus was on the scene. Amen. There came that moment of decision that I was describing a moment ago where an individual had to make a decision. Am I going to respond to what this man is asking me? Or am I going to just stay in my situation? Man, young man that was dead again. Another situation where the young man was dead. Luke chapter 17, or Luke chapter 7 verses 13 through 15. When the Lord saw her, talking about the boy's mother. He had compassion on her. Said unto her, weep not. And he came and touched the bier, And they... That bare him stood still. And he said, "Young man, I say unto thee, arise. And amen, I say unto thee, get up. And he that was dead sat up, got up, no longer laying there dead. I've got, I've got a few of these here for you, so just bear with me for a moment. Amen Luke chapter 6 verse 6 through 10. And it came to pass. Also on another Sabbath, that he entered into the synagogue and taught. Jesus taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him, whether he would heal on the Sabbath day. I mean, not supposed to work on the Sabbath day, Jesus. So no miracles, no healings. And uh, that they might find an accusation against him. The Bible goes on to say, verse 8 and he knew their thoughts, but he knew their thoughts and said to the man which had the withered hand. I don't really have to do anything. Uh, Jesus, these Pharisees are looking at him and saying, I'm watching you. Don't break the law. And Jesus is a smart guy. He's a, he's a smart feller. I'm not going to say what, what I grew up saying. Come ask me afterwards, and I'll tell you. I almost said it, Amen. But, but Jesus, Amen. Jesus, um, he he decided. You know what? I don't have to even lift a finger. If this young man would simply get up, if he just get up, what he needs, whatever he needs, he's going to leave the synagogue with his answer. Verse 8, the Bible says, Jesus told the man, get up, rise up, and stand forth in the midst. And the man arose and stood forth. And Jesus said unto him, then said Jesus unto them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath days to do good or to evil, to save life or to destroy it? Looking round about upon them all, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thy hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored whole as the other. None of this would have been possible, my friend, if this man with the withered hand had not originally gotten up in obedience to Jesus' word. Hallelujah. I'm telling you that it doesn't require, amen, us. Jesus does not have to go through, amen, the way that we think he has to do it. Amen, he doesn't have to do it the way that we think he has to do it. Amen, Jesus has a whole nother way. The Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are much higher than our thoughts. Amen, let's not lean on our own understanding, but in all of our ways. Hey, if he says get up, it's time to get up. I said, if he says, get up, I'm not going to sit there anymore. I'm not going to lay there any longer. I'm going to get up. I don't know what answer is about to unfold before me, but I'm getting up. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Young man with a deaf and dumb spirit, the Bible says, amen. Mark chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Wow. It's a big promise. Amen. All things are possible to him that believeth. So a, a daddy that day said, really? All things? Really? I can have anything I want? And Jesus just said it. And so verse 24, the Bible says in straightway." As soon as he heard Jesus say this, uh, amen, as soon as Jesus, uh, amen, these words fell out of Jesus' mouth, uh, amen, this father jumps up and says, uh, I've got a baby, I've got a child at home, Uh, amen. He said it with tears, the Bible says. Father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. When Jesus saw the people uh, came running, Together he rebuked the foul spirit and said unto him, "Thou deaf, thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, enter no more into him." And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him, and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said he is dead. And everybody thought this young man was dead. Amen. But Jesus. Had just a couple more words to say to him. And verse 27, Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and the man arose. Amen. It was, it was time for this young man, amen, to get up. Hallelujah. 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 How many know blind Bartimaeus? Have you ever heard of that man? Amen. Let me tell you about him. Amen. Mark chapter 10, verse 46, and they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, talking about Jesus and his disciples, great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that Jesus, it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called a blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, get up, rise, the Bible says. Verse number 49, be of comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he casteth away his garment and got up. Amen. Amen. We wouldn't have this notorious story of blind Bartimaeus if the young man laid there, saddled with his coat. Amen. Weighed down by the situation that he is stuck in. Amen. This man had been blind all of his life. It it could have been an easy ordeal for him to just say, not getting up. I've been here. What is this guy going to do for me? But there was something about Jesus of Nazareth that Bartimaeus knew, amen, and therefore, he was willing to get up. Hallelujah. Amen. Here's another man, a man that was impotent for 28 years. I'm sorry, 38 years. John chapter 5, verse 5 through 7. And a certain man was there, which had infirmity 30 me 38 years. That's a long time. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? Are you willing, a man, to be healed completely? Impotent man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. While I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Well, that was a great speech, but that was not the question. The question was, are you ready to get up? Are you ready to get up? Will you be made whole? Are you satisfied where you are? I've got the same question for the church tonight, amen, and some individuals in this service. Amen, are you ready to get up? Are you ready to get up? Are you satisfied there in your impotent condition? Amen. For so long. Amen. But 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 Jesus, when I try to get up, I've tried, I've already tried to get up. I've tried to get over there. And every time I try, somebody gets in front of me or somebody gets their blessing first, or somebody, amen, understands it better, and somebody is more efficient with their movement, and and the Holy Ghost seems to, no, no, that's not the question, the question right now is directly to you, it's only for you and nobody else, are you ready to get up, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. I I want to ask somebody under the sound of my voice tonight, are you ready? Are you ready to get up? Are you willing, amen, to sacrifice, amen, that coat that's identified you for so long? Are you willing, amen, to lay aside, amen, all the weights and all the sins that does so easily beset us? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to get up? Young people, I'm talking to you too. Amen. Don't just sit there, amen, hoping, amen, for that special service, for that special message, amen, that gets you just right, for that special song. I'm asking you, are you ready to get up? Get up. It's time to get up. Amen. The The alarm is going off right now. Amen. Somebody's trying to get a hold of you. It's time to get up. I said it's time. I said it's time to get up. I said it's time to get up. Don't lay there any longer. Your answer is just around the corner. I'm telling you right now that your answer is in this service. You can leave this place with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can leave this place with the deliverance from nicotine or from pornography or from illicit relationships or from alcohol. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody get up, rise, take your bed and start walking. Those legs are made for walking. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jeez, I can't imagine amen, how Jesus must have felt uh, about this impotent man laying down for 38 years, uh, satisfied with his current condition. And he just looked at him and he said, "He said, I made those legs, uh, amen, to walk. I, I don't want him to be laying there, amen. I don't want him to be some second-rate citizen. I want him to walk. I want him to experience uh, this beautiful life, uh, an abundant life uh, that I've given. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody shed the coat. Somebody get up. Oh, hallelujah. Let's magnify the Lord right now. Hey, somebody somebody magnify the lord right your answer amen is in this service tonight come on let's worship the lord let's magnify him. hallelujah i'm not trying to single anybody out i'm not trying to to make you feel like uh, Amen, you can be seated. I'm not trying to make you uh, feel like I'm, I'm, I, I've heard your story. I know your situation, and, and so therefore I'm coming to preach. That is not what I'm trying to do tonight, so please uh, give me a little grace, if you will. Amen, but I want to tell somebody, amen, no, it doesn't matter, amen, that the devil is lying to you, amen, that you can't. You're not qualified. You don't deserve it, amen. You've gone too long in this situation. You, can't, you cannot receive it. That's a lie from hell. I said it, it is a lie. Hallelujah. For this promise is to you and to your children and to all, all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. If you're in this house tonight, you've been called by his word. You've been called by, from his own voice. He has called you. He has called you. And therefore, this promise, this gift is yours. Hallelujah. Amen. You can ask, amen, any number of folks in this place. There are several others that I know their testimony. My own testimony, amen, is that it took me years to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It took me years. Amen. And it was my own fault. My own lack of faith. My own... Um, impotent behavior, if you will. Amen, I was just satisfied laying where I was. I was okay with life how it was. Amen, but when I finally got unsatisfied, one service at camp, Kansas camp meeting, Jesus walked in and said, are you ready to get up? I didn't have any excuses. In fact, I was ready to get up. My mom had told me that I couldn't run the aisles until I got up. So I got the Holy Ghost. And so I wanted to run the aisles. <clears throat> Amen. But it took me a long time. It took me several, or a couple of years, I should say. Amen. I, I'm trying, I don't want to embarrass her, but my sister also took a while. She was 11 when she got the Holy Ghost. But as soon as I got the Holy Ghost, I think, I may be wrong on this, but I think she started seeking for the Holy Ghost. Is that right? She don't remember. Okay, well, then I'm not going to make that as a statement. We're just going to. At some point after I got the Holy Ghost, she started seeking for the Holy Ghost. And I remember going at least to two camp meetings. And it was, and I'm sorry, this is a personal story. So uh, we just... We'd go with it, I guess, but it took her a, a little bit longer, and I remember seeking God, being so ready for her to get up, so ready, and finally, the camp meeting that she received the Holy Ghost, amen, I was I was not praying with her in the immediate vicinity, but I saw her mouth speaking in tongues, and guess what I did? I ran the aisles again, because... I was really excited. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, friend, it doesn't matter how long you've been seeking the Holy Ghost. I know Elder Davis has, or Pastor Rick has told stories about Elder Davis, men seeking the Holy Ghost for 40 years. 40. I believe that was in Canada. I think it was in Canada. And he went up and preached for this pastor who had a man sitting on his pews who had been seeking the Holy Ghost for 40 years. A long time. This is longer than the impotent man, thirty-eight. This man had been seeking for the Holy Ghost for forty years, didn't ever speak in tongues, never received the gift of the Holy Ghost in those forty years. When Elder Davis goes up there and preaches for this man, Amen. And I don't know what the difference was, but when the man of God got up and preached, when this man finally obeyed, and he got up and he received the Holy Ghost, Amen. I'm telling you that you're not. Amen, alone, amen, even though the devil, amen, would like you to think that you are. Amen, that you're the only one that's struggling with this, that you're the only one that's dealing with this. I'm telling you that there are numerous numerous people, amen, that have struggled with the same exact thing that you struggle with. Amen, and you can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen, and this scripture that I'm using, the man, the impotent man of 38 years is just a scriptural example or symbol, amen, of the opportunity that's available in this house tonight. And Jesus said to him, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to get up? He said, I don't have anybody to help me. And Jesus said, I'm right here, buddy. Amen, I'm ready to get you up. In verse 8, Jesus saith unto him, rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Going to take some work. Going to take, amen, this action of getting up. The Bible says, immediately. Verse 9, the man was made whole and took up his bed. I'm telling you, 38 years. 38. Some of those young people really can't even imagine that. Amen. Anyway, but I'm, I'm knocking on the door 30 years. Don't tell anybody. And I'm thinking, wow, dude, that's all my life. But this guy, and perhaps it was all his life. But this guy finally Man had a new walk. He had a new direction. He had a new opportunity. All because Jesus walked by and said, get up. Get up. Amen. One more story, if you will uh, bear it. John chapter 11, verses 11 through 15. These things saith he, and after that he saith unto them, This is talking about Jesus is talking, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. They said, then said his disciples, Lord, if he be sleep, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, and they thought that he had spoken of taking a rest and sleep. Verse 14, then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sakes that I wasn't there. To the intent you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. This man by the name of Lazarus was one of Jesus' closest friends while he was on earth. And man, it was common for him to stop by Bethany and stay at Lazarus, Mary, and Martha's house. And so when he heard about Lazarus dying, no doubt. As a man, Jesus it got his attention. And he told his disciples, said, he's just asleep. Amen. Because Jesus was speaking amen, about what he knew, what he was getting ready to do. Amen. But the disciples didn't understand what was going on. He's like, okay. It's kind of weird. Jesus is telling us that I was asleep. Well, it's good. Good, Jesus. He's sleeping. No, no. He's dead. Oh, now I understand why you're telling us this. And so... Deviated their plans, and they decided after four days to head on over to Bethany. Verse 20 picks up in the story. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt, ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, that brother shall rise again. He's going to get up. Verse 24, Martha searched, scratching her head and said unto him, I know that he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. It's it something about the tone that Jesus said it. Martha starts just, what? Yeah, I, yeah, I know he's going to wake up and when Jesus come when when in the resurrection when when we all go to heaven and Jesus said unto her I am the resurrection yeah yeah Jesus he's going to get up when when the resurrection comes and he says resurrection's here resurrection is here it's time for him to get up oh i feel this right now Hallelujah. Church. Amen. How many times do we come to church? How many times do we come into this service and the presence of God is moving? And we come and just sit down. We come and just lay down. And uh, we have this need. We have this problem. And and we say, well, it's all going to get better when we go to heaven. And I'm here to tell you tonight that you don't have to wait. Paul said he's going to make us sit in heavenly places, Brother Larson. Amen. This is uh, as close to heaven as we're going to get down here. Amen. The resurrection is here hallelujah amen I'm going to preach about the resurrection in just a moment but let me preach about church uh, for a moment here amen when you come into this house anything is possible anything is possible amen Jesus uh, when when the resurrection is present uh, when it when the resurrection comes it's time to get up hallelujah when the resurrection comes it's time to get up hallelujah said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, I'm going to give him life. If he believes on me while he is living on this terra firma, while he is walking on earth, I'm going to give him life. In another scripture, he said, life more abundantly. I'm going to give you a new life. I'm going to, you're going to be born again. Hallelujah. I'm the resurrection. I'm the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Verse 26, whosoever liveth, believeth in me, shall never die. Believeth thou this? Jesus is full of questions. Uncomfortable questions. Questions that make us kind of wonder. Amen. Let me ask you, church, do you believe what Jesus is saying in this scripture. Do you believe that if you can believe, if you, amen, respond, if you get up, amen, you shall never die. You shall never die. Shall never die. My, my. Hallelujah. Go on to read in verse 37. Some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused even this man, that should not have died. Isn't isn't this Jesus? Didn't he heal blind Bartimaeus? Didn't he didn't he uh, you know heal that deaf boy? Didn't he raise Jerry's daughter back to life? Did what in this? I've seen him do other. Then why isn't he working in this situation? Why isn't he moving in this situation? Why is my situation different? Why, can, why am I going through this and feeling this way? Why is my situation hopeless? Jesus, if you had been here four days ago, you missed the boat. We missed our opportunity. I'm telling you, Jesus doesn't have to do it your way. In fact, generally, Jesus tries to do it, tries not to do it our way. Amen. Because he wants us to trust him. He wants us to believe in him. Amen. Jesus, in this situation, he's the one, couldn't even cause this man to not die? And verse 38, Jesus therefore again groaning in himself, coming to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. For he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, said, I not unto thee that... If thou wouldest believe, thou should see the glory of God. Verse 41 goes on to say, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it. That they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken... He cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, get up. Lazarus, time to get out of that grave. Time to get up. Hallelujah. Great things are about to happen, Lazarus. Fast forward the story just a couple of weeks, and Jesus himself is hanging on a cross. Great things are about to happen. Lazarus, get up. Get up. Get up. Amen. In John chapter 12, verse 1, the Bible says, talking about Lazarus, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. and more than just these physical things that that he was able to accomplish. Amen. I what we've talked about thus far has been nothing but miracles, practical things that that if they were made better, it would be a better life. Amen. I these folks would be able to carry on in their lives a little better. Amen. I they would be able to live with this loved one whom they had perhaps lost or uh, they would no longer be blind. They could see. And it just makes their, their earthly life a little better. Hallelujah. But Jesus is one who's not just interested in raising those who have physical needs. Jesus is not only limiting ministry, amen, to those who have physical situations. I want you to understand what I'm saying tonight, that that. Your situations, if they're physical, financial, amen, you've got, you need healing. He's able to do it. Amen, I just spent however long I've been up here, amen, 20, 30 minutes, amen, talking about his physical ability to heal. Amen, but it's so much more than that, Brother Kaiser. Amen, he's got so much more power, amen, than just Physical, amen, miracles. Amen. Matthew chapter 9, verse 6 through 7. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, then saith he to the sick of the palsy, Get up. I want you to understand, amen, that I've got more power than what it takes, amen, to raise somebody up off their sick bed. Amen, I all these miracles that you witnessed. Uh, friend, I've witnessed miracles. Uh, I've seen the blinded eye myself uh, healed. I've seen the raised, uh, the dead uh, and been raised in that women's bathroom back there. But I'm telling you that those uh, miracles uh, are just testimonies amen, uh, I to how great our God is uh, and that He's not limited by the most devastating things that life can throw at us. Amen. By the hardest situations that we can run into. Those are not hard for God. Amen. He's able. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you tonight that if you're willing, if you're willing, He is able. If you're willing. Hallelujah. Oftentimes, We pray the prayer, God, whatever your will is, let it be done. God, if you will, heal my back. God, if you will, save my lost loved one. God, if you will, do this or do that. Pray our prayers and make them contingent on whether or not it's God's will. And that's okay. I I'm not knocking anybody for wanting to be in the will of God. That's not what I'm doing. But I want you to understand that the onus is not on God. The responsibility is not on God's back. It's on us. It's on me. It's not if he will. It's not if he would. I've just read you at least ten stories of how God will. He will. Amen. And the primary thing that God gets out of this whole ordeal is that, that we would see his glory. We give him the glory. We give him the honor. That men on earth would recognize that he has the power to do these awesome things. That's exactly what miracles are for. Amen. But those things in every situation that I read, amen, it was after those people were willing to get up. It was after those people were willing, amen, to to get up. Amen. And it doesn't even take that much. From us. It doesn't even take uh, that much uh, from us. Amen. It's like, it's like we're standing. Amen. It's like we're standing on the edge, uh, amen, of a cliff. Uh, and Jesus is just waiting. We're just over here. Balancing on the edge. And down here is just. Nothing but opportunity. God's ready. Amen. He's ready for us to go over the edge. He's ready for us to take that step of faith and say, God, I'm getting up. I'm not going to lay here any longer. I'm not willing to stay here. Hallelujah, but friend, that takes real conviction. That takes real commitment. That takes real discipline. Amen, but if you're ready, if you're willing, uh, it's time to get up. Oh, come on, church, let's love the Lord right now. Come on, it's not in His ability. Amen, He's able. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, we're not limited by what God can do. We're not limited by his ability. Amen, he's willing and he's able. But I'm asking you tonight, church, are you willing? Am I willing? to get up? Am I willing, amen, to get up? When Jesus died on the cross, it was more than just another man, amen, dying on a cross, amen. There was more going on, amen, than just the death, amen, of a close friend, amen, or individual, amen. But he told his disciples ahead of time, he said, I'm not staying down, I'm getting back up. Jesus led, amen, by example, amen, when he asks us to die, when he asks us to give it up, when he asks us to lay it down, he's waiting on us to get back up. He's waiting on you to get back. He's waiting on me to get Come on, church, let's pray right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Friend, He's not here. He's not in the grave any longer. He is risen. He got up. He got up. And when Jesus got up, He wasn't the only one. And then Matthew chapter 27, verse 52 says, The graves were open, And many bodies of the saints which slept arose. Friend, when Jesus gets up, I said, when Jesus is up and moving, when Jesus gets up, uh, some of us don't even have a choice. Uh, Some of us don't even have it. We we just, he's he's up and he's moving. Oh, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Uh, I feel his presence. I I, I just want to be up with Jesus. Oh, come on. Let's magnify the Lord. Uh, Amen. Anybody got the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Can anybody bear witness of what I'm preaching right now? Can anybody testify to the power of his resurrection? Can anybody tell somebody about how good he's been? Come on, come on, let's magnify him. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, he's up, he's up, he's up, he's up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and 14 says, God hath both raised up the Lord and will also raise up us. He will raise up us by His own power. Hallelujah. Power of the Holy Ghost is in this service tonight. He's ready to do some getting up. He's ready, amen, to help some of us uh, onto our feet. Uh, He's ready, amen, to help you, amen, get up on your feet. Get off your back, amen, get off your seat, amen, get off your tail and just get up. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You're wondering if we still have the power. Matthew chapter 10, verses 7 and 8. Jesus commissioning the disciples said, And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopards, raise the dead. Amen. Cast out devils. Freely ye have received. Now freely give. Amen. Listen to me, child of my friend of mine. Amen. You don't have to neglect these great and precious promises. They're available to us in this service. Hallelujah. We can read about Cornelius. We can read about Ananias. We can talk about all these men who interacted with the power. Hallelujah. Saul, who later became Paul, rose from the earth after he was knocked down. Hallelujah. He had to get up in order for him to be used by God. In order for the power of the Holy Ghost, amen, to flow in his life. He had to get up out of his situation. You begin to play if you want. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When Peter and John were going to church, young man laying at the gate called Beautiful. Amen. man been in that situation a long time. And he said, alms, give me a little money. Hungry. Thirsty. I just want a little bit. Make it by. Just another day. Just another breath. And Peter, something got on Peter. And he looked at him and said, silver and gold have I not. I don't have the money. But what I do have, I'll give to you. In the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. And in that moment, the same power that Jesus had, Brother Glenn. <laughs> he said, He said, buddy, it's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's time for you to get up. Such as I have, give I to you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Get up. Amen. And the Bible says he rose up, leaping and jumping and praising God. Oh, hallelujah. I wonder what would happen in this service tonight if somebody would just get up. Would just get up. Would just get up. Jesus, uh, thou Son of David, have mercy on me. Hallelujah. These altars are open. Amen. You come do what you want. uh, But my only request uh, is that somebody get up.